0: This is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. Today, as promised, we are talking about negative self-talk. And, you know, I think that it's easy to imagine that we don't have a problem with negative self-talk. I mean, we're not even conscious about the things that we think about ourselves. We're not cataloging all the thoughts we have and what we allow inside our head. But I think if we start to really take an inventory or tap into what we're saying, what we're believing about ourselves, what we believe about our life right now, or what we think it's going to be in the future, we're probably going to find that we all have a battle with negative self-talk. It's just that we've allowed it so long, we're used to it. We don't even see it anymore. And, you know, I think for most of us, it's probably been going on maybe since our childhood. It's come from things that people have said, things that we believed about ourselves. And the thing that is so hard about negative self-talk is that it's subtle and it's truth-based. And so when you combine the subtlety of the way these thoughts get inside our head, literally, And the truth that it brings, it's as if our brain locks onto it and says, well, that is the way this is, or this is who you are. And so we're not even, you know, recognizing that there's something wrong with this. We just buy into it as the truth. And there are three places where I believe we see the impact of our negative self-talk. It's all about who we are, you know, what we're believing about who we are. It's what we believe about our world right now, as far as where we see ourselves in it. And then it kind of becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy about what we believe our future is going to look like. And I get it. You know, I think a lot of times the negative self-talk, it kind of comes from these difficult experiences that we've had or these times when we've been disappointed. And, And it is a truth. It is a bit of reality that is allowed to be inside of our brain, but it's what we do with it on the other side. And because it's based on that element of truth, it's really hard to get it out of there. You know, so maybe your negative self-talk doesn't necessarily sound like things that you're saying to yourself all day long as far as I can't do this or you're no good at that or those kind of things. It it's not necessarily that. It's the subtlety of a million other thoughts. You know, maybe it's for you saying, I don't deserve this kind of success or I believe that good things are going to happen to everybody else, not me. Or, you know, God doesn't love me or God couldn't love me because this is what my life looks like. I see his love for other people because I see all their great experiences and their wonderful moments, but I'm not having those. And so he doesn't love me like that. Or maybe for you, it sounds like I'm probably going to get cancer because so-and-so that I know or that I'm related to got cancer. Or, I'm never going to lose this weight because I've failed every other time before. And you know, when we have those kind of thoughts, those thoughts of, I'm not going to be able to do this now because I've never done it when I've tried before, oftentimes we end up making a generalization on the outside of that statement to say to ourselves, well, I am a failure. And I think it's this place where we look at our past experiences and and we do create a self-fulfilling per- prophecy out of those because we're saying, this is what happened to me in the past. And so this is what's going to happen to me now. And this is what's going to happen to me every day or every time I try to do that in the future. And we have to be able to see it in a different way. You know, how would we feel if we heard all of the negative thoughts that our friends or our family members, our kids were having? What if we could hear that? You know, what if we could see that written down? How would we feel about that? I mean, I think it would be heartbreaking. I have kids and I've talked with them and we've talked about their thoughts and their self-talk. And it is heartbreaking. But it's so much harder to think about my own thoughts that way. It is so much easier to see it for everybody else. And I think that's the thing that's true about life in general. You know, when we are trying to listen to somebody else's situation and we're giving them feedback, it's so much easier to be objective for somebody else. It's so much easier to help them figure it out. It is so hard to do that for ourselves. And it does require, again, a bit of objectivity. I talked about this last week. And I think for me, this this is one of the themes that has helped me so many times in so many places in my life. It's just saying, okay, I'm going to try to be objective about this. If this wasn't my life, if I was hearing this from somebody else, how would I feel about it? And it's the same thing for our self-talk. It's thinking, what are the subtle places where I allow this? And if I heard somebody else saying this, how would I feel? How would that feel inside my heart? What would I feel for them? What would my response be to this? And then it's allowing ourselves to feel that for us, to recognize that it is heartbreaking when we take this stuff on for ourselves. You know, we have to stop and take ourselves out of the equation and look at it to say, what would these thoughts feel like to God? What does he think when he hears me talking like this? It probably breaks his heart. What do I need to do about this? How do I see this differently? How do I make a change? How do I stop doing this? You know, for me, I think that's one of the things that I've kind of walked through in my journey. How does this feel to God? How would I feel if I heard someone else saying this? Why do I do this? How do I stop it? What do I do instead? And so I want to share that with you today. Because I think, you know, it's easy to believe the bad stuff. I mean, gosh, it's so much easier to believe that bad things will happen than to believe that the good ones are going to happen to us. And a lot of times we use our past experiences to reinforce that. And I've done that to myself. You know, I mentioned last week, my first husband was the man that committed the Amish schoolhouse shooting. And if I wanted to, I could allow that to be the truth. In every single negative self-talk, I could say, I don't deserve a beautiful life because look at what he did, or God doesn't love me because of that experience, or I'm never going to have the kind of life that I'd want to have because it's always defined by this. I could think those things, but I've chosen not to because those things are not going to lead me to a beautifully fulfilling, purpose-driven life that lights me up. And because I found a way to live and have those things, the life that lights me up to be purpose driven and and be able to say, no, I wouldn't choose these circumstances, but I love my life. I want to help you do that, too. And, you know, when we are sitting in that space of saying, I'm going to just go along with the fact that bad things happen in my life and I can't control it. You know I get that. That that is reality, but it's a place of saying I'm not going to choose to believe the bad things are going to continue to happen. I'm going to look for the good ones because perspective is everything and whatever it is that we're looking for is exactly what we're going to find. So if we're telling ourselves, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to do this. This is all life is for me, all those things." That's all we're going to see because we've closed off our ability to see anything else. And in some ways, I think we do this to protect ourselves, you know, as if to say, hey, if I'm expecting the disappointment, I won't be taken off guard by it. But we're just setting ourselves up for disappointment. We're just inviting it in. And I really want you to understand that that's what's happening when we are allowing all this negative self-talk, because sometimes in order to make the change, we have to realize what it's costing us. And it's costing us a beautiful life because all we're seeing is the negativity, And so if you are saying, okay, yes, I get it. I want something different. I want to tell you how to make that happen. So we need to evaluate what we say. We need to capture those moments of being able to say, yes, I have a problem with the negativity. I see these things. I see the subtleties. Okay, I know they exist. Then we need to objectively analyze why is this happening? Where did this come from? You know, did it come from something that someone said to you? I mean, Have I had people say to me, you don't deserve to have a beautiful life because look at what your husband did? Yes, I have absolutely had people say that to me. Are they right? No, it's my choice whether or not I allow their voice to stay inside my head. And so sometimes it means saying, you know what, that person was ridiculous and the things that they said were wrong. And maybe in the moment I wasn't strong enough to see it that way, but I see it now. And so that thought must go. You know, maybe it's being able to say if you're sitting here saying, yes, I get what you were saying about the whole, I'm not going to be able to lose this weight now because I've never you know, succeeded in the past. Maybe it's saying, you know what, there were things I didn't do in the past that I know to do now, or I wasn't consistent in the past the way I'm going to be consistent now. It's being able to see those truths, but still push them aside and say, yes, but that was then and this is now. So we have to objectively analyze it and figure out why we say that. And then we have to reframe it. You know, what is the new truth that we can stick in that place? Because I don't think that we can just make these grand, you know, larger than life kind of statements. We have to have them grounded in truth. It's gotta be based on a truth. And so maybe it's saying, I do deserve this kind of success because I'm putting in the work. That's truth. God does love me and it's not based on my circumstances, but it's based on the way he comes and walks with me right where I am. That's truth. You know, we have to find those truths that we can grab onto, that we can hold fast to and allow to be the reality in our lives. If you need a little bit of help with that, I want to invite you to pop over to my website, Mariemonville.com and check out The Shift It's a one-on-one and group coaching program that I'm offering. We kick it off this week. You don't want to miss it. I still have a couple spots left. You know, maybe you need some help with clearing the foundation and getting rid of your negativity. Maybe you need to shift your mindset, identify your strengths, and be able to live from purpose in a way that lights you up. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to give you a community of incredible women that are going to be there with you and for you. We're going to do this together. If you need some help with your mindset, I would love to be the one that helps you. Next week though, come on back because we're gonna be talking about self-sabotage and specifically some common ways that we take these shortcuts that we think are benefiting us. You can call them cognitive distortions if you want. Have you ever driven with somebody who refuses to go by the GPS? You know, They won't bring it up on their phone. They won't use their map app. They just go the way they know. They're like, yes, I know how to get there. I'm just going my way. Have you ever had that happen and it takes so much longer and the whole time you're thinking if you just would have used the map, we could have avoided the road closure and the, you know, the other detours and the traffic and whatever it's kind of what we do to ourselves in these places of cognitive distortions. We think we know how to go, but it is taking the long way and it is hitting all of the difficulties. And I'm going to help you through that. So come back and join me next week. Share this podcast with your friends. And thank you so much for joining me.